Welcome to the Art of Volunteering. I'm your host, Stormy Bell. Today, we're traveling to beautiful Chester County to the historic Longwood Gardens. Our guest is Lori Hamilton, Director of Volunteer Engagement. Lori has been working alongside volunteers for over 20 years and is honored to now lead the volunteer program at Longwood Gardens. She manages volunteer recruitment, coordinates onboarding and orientation sessions, facilitates training and enrichment opportunities for the volunteer team, and organizes recognition of events. Her career began in horticulture, gaining experience at Walt Disney World, the Dallas Arboretum, and, the, and Longwood Gardens. After nine years in Longwood's horticultural department, Lori's family relocated to Washington State, where she began managing the, the county's master garden program and found her passion for volunteer management. After several years of coordinating this volunteer team, Lori moved back home to the East Coast to continue her career in volunteer management. Welcome, Lori. Thank you so much. Lori, um, some of our listeners might not know about Longwood Gardens, or maybe they've heard of it, but really don't know much about the beautiful acres of just gardens and, and land. Can you share about the history of Longwood Gardens? Sure. So we're located in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour from Philly. And um, we have a beautiful piece of property. We have 400 acres that are open to our guests and about 1,100 total that Longwood owns. Um, it's a beautiful expanse of property. We have a meadow. We have conservatory area. We have fountains. It's really a gorgeous area to visit, and we welcome about 1.5 million guests per year. So wow. the property was first purchased by Mr. DuPont in 1906. He purchased the property because it was so beautiful. Um, there were some, an alley of trees that he wanted to preserve. So he, he purchased the property and began gardening it, creating these beautiful gardens and fountains. And we tried to live the mission that he had for this property by creating the beautiful Longwood Gardens. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I, I've toured the property. There's, forgive me, I should know the name of it, but like the cottage, like where they the they have a walkthrough and there's a, a center to it. Uh, there's a land contract that the land actually can be traced back to William Penn. Yes, yes. I think that's just cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we have Mr. DuPont's house, the bottom level, the ground level is open to our guests. And we have an area that they can walk through the house and they can tour it and read some of the history about the gardens. Yeah, I just, I, I like history. I'm not a history buff, but I like it when I learn about it and just like how, how it all connects. Yeah, and I, sometimes really I, uh, when you see pieces like this and like how beautiful it is and you can connect it back like it's to before Pennsylvania was Pennsylvania it's just like, wow, that, that, that's how that connects. That's really cool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So at Longwood Gardens, we have beautiful gardens. But tell me, like, what are the volunteers? How do you how do volunteers fit into your your program, your activities? Well, of course. So volunteers are a huge part of our Longwood family. We do consider them family here because they are um, without their help. We couldn't maintain the gardens the way that they are. So volunteers are active in every single department that we have here at Longwood. They're active in our horticulture department, in our guest services department. They help out in our facilities and our marketing departments. Um, they have a huge part in our engagement and learning team. So really, they interact with every single staff member and guests that we have on property. 
That's awesome. How many volunteers do you have? Currently, we have about 640. Um, since the pandemic, we've had some of those volunteers that haven't yet felt comfortable coming back, but we do have 640 on our roster. How many employees do you have? Um, so that number right now is about 500 with all the part-time and full-time staff. And that, again, it includes all departments from horticulture through guest services. If it, I hope our listeners have an opportunity to go visit the gardens. When you see that, you realize why it takes that many people yes. to keep this, this, this expanse of just beauty, the flowers, everything. You said the, the fountains. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. I yeah. love it. Yes. Okay. Um, I want to circle back to you a little bit. Uh, describe what you do as the director of volunteer engagement. So for me, this role, it, could, it takes on many different hats throughout the week. Um, I work directly with our staff to see how our volunteers can support them. So staff members will reach out to me and say that they need added support in some sort of tasks that they have. And then uh, we begin recruiting the volunteers. So I'm in charge of all the recruitment um, and all the meet and greets. So we bring the volunteers on site to do an interview with our staff member to make sure it's a right fit for them and the staff member. And then I'm involved in the orientation and the onboarding and then the continued recognition of our volunteer team. Awesome. Now, I suspect that with that many volunteers and the reputation that coming by volunteers is relatively easy. Do you have a wait list? We do, we do, especially right now. Uh, since COVID, we've had to reorganize some portions of our volunteer program. So um, we ha don't have as many openings as we had pre-COVID. So uh, yes, we do have a wait list right now and we try really hard to fulfill the um, interest and the availability of new volunteers coming in. That's awesome. Uh, what type of training do you provide? Uh, or do you expect your volunteers to kind of come in and know what they're to do? Yeah, no. So um, we tell the volunteers, really, they don't have to have any experience in horticulture or guest services or facilities before they come into their role. We provide them all that training. So the first time that they really receive Longwood training is through their orientation. And we just go over basic policies and principles of Longwood. And then from there, their staff supervisors are responsible for the training that they would need for their specific role. So for example, in horticulture, their staff supervisors would um, teach them how to properly prune and deadhead and plant. Um, if they're in guest services, they go through pretty intensive training on the guest experience and how we can provide that world-class experience to our guests. Great. Do you have retention issues or do people like to stay with you forever? Yeah, <laughs> we're very, very fortunate because yeah, our, Longwood, our Longwood volunteers are very dedicated and committed to their roles. So uh, yes, they stay in their uh, roles for quite a long time and we're very, very grateful for that. That's awesome. Um, I've had an opportunity to speak with other people and many of them say like once a volunteer really truly comes on board and gets involved with, with whatever the mission is that they stay and it be, just becomes part of their, their lifestyle, just yes. an extension of who they are. Yes, you're very right about that. That's why the pandemic was so hard because when the gardens closed down, it was taking that part away from them. You know, they've dedicated, some of the volunteers come one day a week, every single week throughout the entire year. So to take them away from that, it was a huge part of their life that was, was vacant now. So being able to have them return after the pandemic in a very safe way and have them return for their volunteer role that they feel so passionate about was really an honor for us. Well, there's a lot of research and, um, 
that just says like volunteering helps people with like their mental health and their physical health. And we saw the effects of, of you know, people not being around, you know, that social distance and not being around people. So you can see how if they're coming once a week and this is like the mainstay of their week, how that would totally hinder them and their their well-being. Yes. Yeah. And we were lucky here at Longwood because our volunteers and guests feel comfortable and safe coming back to the gardens because it is such a wide open space and they can spend a lot of time outdoors and they can safely social distance if, you know, if they're not feeling comfortable being so close together. So we were very fortunate at Longwood that our volunteers were able to return after the, those three months that we were closed down and um, feel like they can come back in a very safe space. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Okay. Um, you have something exciting going on currently at the gardens. Uh, is it Bruce Moonrow? They say Bruce that Monroe, right? Yes. Yeah. It's um, a beautiful evening light display. It's called Light Installations by Bruce Monroe. And um, it's throughout the entire gardens, our outdoor gardens, and throughout the conservatory. And it's really a beautiful display. So um, if anybody wants to spend a beautiful evening in the gardens, I would definitely suggest they come and visit. I know I need to get my tickets reserved. So <laughs> I just, before it's gone, because sometimes I procrastinate, but I need to get this done because just uh, if you go to the website, you can see just beautiful pictures of, of what it looks like and just how mesmerizing yeah, it is to walk stunning, through. stunning display. And we were very lucky because our volunteer team were the ones that helped install it. So they worked directly with Bruce Monroe's team from the UK and they worked with them for about a six week period to help install all the installations in the outdoor gardens and in the conservatory. Wow. Yeah. Now, how does that um, mirror what you do for the holiday light, the festivities? Because that's incredible too, to walk through there. The just, uh, we did it last year with my mom. She was down, we took her for her birthday. And it was just like, we were there at twilight and the lights were coming on that light tunnel and the the, yes. the different lights going up the trees and making them just yeah. illuminate. So is it was it the same intensity to set that up for Bruno as it was for this? Or I mean for yeah, Bruce. So Christmas, you are right. It's also a very special time at Longwood. Um, so that's mostly done in house. Um, our okay. arborists put the lights on the trees. Um, our outdoor horticulture team and our indoor horticulture team work to put all the lights on the um, displays. So that's mostly done in house. But our volunteers yeah. play a huge role in that also because they support our staff and any of the um, light displays that need to be put up for the uh, holiday display. What would you want our listeners today to understand about the work that the volunteers do behind the scenes? So at Longwood, I think our volunteer, well, not I think, our volunteers are a critical part of our Longwood family and they really help support every section of the gardens. And without their assistance, like I had said before, Longwood would never look the way it does because we rely on their help so much. So I think a lot of times you'll hear um, guests come in and they'll say, oh, the gardens are beautiful. I never see anybody working. It's just this beauty that comes up. And yes, the gardens are beautiful, but it takes a lot of work to keep the gardens looking as beautiful as they are. And that is in large part because of our volunteer team. And not only to keep the gardens looking beautiful, but also to engage with our guests and keep our facilities up and running. Our volunteers play a critical part in that. That's so awesome to hear. All right. Can you share a favorite story um, about your volunteers at Longwood? Just 
anything, a, a tender story, an exciting story, just uh, your favorite story? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so I probably have many, many to share, but the one that pops into my head immediately because we just had it, we had a preview night for the Bruce Monroe display last Tuesday, and we invited all of our volunteers to attend along with our staff members. And it was a really special evening to open the gardens up to our employees and our volunteers and see them all come in and engage in the gardens and experience the gardens at this very special time. So to be able to welcome all the volunteers in, meet family members that they're bringing in as their guests, and then to see how they experience the gardens and how much love and passion they have for the gardens was really a special moment. I hope you captured some of those expressions on like, social media or videos, because I, as you're describing that, I'm just, I'm seeing like that wonderment, almost like when you go to Disney the first time, just like that, wow, yes. bigger than life. Yeah. And a really nice moment was to hear some of the volunteers, they were allowed to bring a guest with them to the preview night. So to hear them talk to their guests about the part that they played in the installation, that they were the one that put this spike in the ground and put the little glass globe on top of it, or they were the ones that helped. Um, we have a, a display with flamingos in our, uh, it's called a pear-shaped basin. They were the ones that helped put the flamingos in the pear-shaped basin. So that they had an active role in creating the beautiful display that, you know, that thousands of guests are coming to visit per night. Such personal pride. Yes. Yes, it was. All right. Can you, here's, this is like my favorite question. Tell me about a volunteer blooper and what you learned from the experience. Yeah, a blooper. Um, Something that just didn't go right. I didn't mean to stump you. Yeah. No, no. So I would say coming back from, okay, so this is a good one, I guess. When I first started in this role, right before the pandemic hit, so about two weeks before we closed down for the for COVID, I started in this role and I started to try to learn everyone, learn everyone's names, make connections with the volunteers. And then the next thing I know, COVID shut everything down. But before I had started in this role, I knew one of the volunteers that worked at Longwood and I asked their advice. Um, what advice do you have for me coming in this role? And they said, you know, just take your time easing into the role. Don't make any changes right away. You know, just take your time to learn everyone and learn the systems. And then I felt COVID hit. And really the only thing that we have done in the past two years was really had to make changes, right? Because yeah. we had to respond to the pandemic and to the um, safety requirements. And then the change, bringing everyone back in again and retraining everyone. So I guess that has been a huge learning experience of, not wanting to change, but having to change to navigate the situation and then trying to respond to all the volunteers and communicate those needs with them. Okay. So I don't know if that was a good blooper, but I think that was the biggest learning experience I had coming into this role that I wasn't expecting. Um, okay. who, who, who was expecting to have to yeah. deal with? Who that? knew? <laughs> but having to navigate that in a very... Um, a very careful way to make sure we continue communications with the volunteers and make sure that they know that they were continually part of our Longwood family. And, and you know what? Every Everyone who's lived through the past uh, couple of years can put on their resume, I survived COVID as a job <laughs> skill. 
<laughs> no matter where they're working or what they're doing, I survived COVID. I learned how to pivot. I learned how to change. Yes. There you go. yes. Okay. Now we're at the point in the interview where I invite you to love on Longwood Gardens. Uh, why should someone consider volunteering with you or visiting? Just love. Just share your love. Yeah. So Longwood is one of those places that as soon as you walk through our doors and the gardens open up to you, it takes your breath away because the beauty of the gardens, the fresh air, the noise of nature around you, it really just takes your breath away when you first come into the gardens. So you will often notice when our guests come through our visitor center and the doors open, they just stand right there for several seconds and just take it all in because it really is such an amazing place. The beauty that you see here is like no other place that you will see. The gardens are, um, are full of life, beauty, color, um, and it's yeah, some place that you will never see anywhere else because, I don't know, the experience here is just really amazing. Um, with the Bruce Monroe display in the evening, I think it takes a whole new view of the gardens because most of our guests have been used to seeing it during the day where you can see all the different colors and the different textures of the plants. And now you get to experience it at night, which is a whole different experience, but you can see the light and the sounds and the music that are part of the display, which has brought a whole other view for our guests. It's like an, an totally immersion in, into the, the gardens. You just, I, I agree, the difference between the daytime and the nighttime, just, it's like visiting a, a whole different place. Yes. Yeah, and if... Um, the viewers haven't seen the conservatory in the evening hours. That also is a really spectacular time to see the conservatory. During the day, of course, it's beautiful because you see again, the different colors of plants and the different textures and how they're all um, planted together. But at night, it's really just a spectacular time. I've often, when I walk through there, I'm like, I want to have like a gala here. I see like a string <laughs> yeah. quartet and people walking around their fancy dresses with a champagne or a wine in their hand. Like it just lends itself that way. It's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I will say I've, I've visited quite a few gardens in the area and other countries. And I think Longwood, there's just nothing like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. If our listeners want to learn more about Longwood Gardens or connect with you, how can they find you? So the best place is to go online to the Longwood Gardens website and all of our events are posted on there. Ticket information, um, any current activities that we have going on are all posted on our website. So I would say that's the, the best place to um, go initially. We also have a volunteer page on our Longwood Gardens website and that gives you all the information about our volunteer program and how to apply if anyone is interested. Perfect. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, for uh, Longwood Gardens. So they'll be able to find you. All right. Well, Lori, thank you for being the guest today on The Art of Volunteering. Um, and to our listeners, I look forward to seeing you again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.